Hello, 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 good people. Hello. How you, how you doing today? Go ahead and greet the people. Oh, I'm just saying hello too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Velvet. This is episode three. And who are we talking to right now? This is Darling Nikki. Hey. Darling Nikki. Okay, guys, this is a good episode. Um, we're talking all things green. And no, not just money, mm-hmm. but the plants, mm-hmm. the great, good green plants that are edible. And more specifically than just green edible plants, we're going right on down to the good nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Plants that heal, mm-hmm. cannabis, mm-hmm. Mary Jane, what mm-hmm. other names? Can you... Sticky icky. Ooh, the sticky icky. To some, it's the ill nine Yes, what y'all got? What names y'all got? Mm-hmm. Um, the oh, I think I, I don't know why I'm having the, the chronic, mm-hmm. you know, or, or as my mother would call them, those funny cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I smell those funny cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a you know, just a, a warning to all, you know, we talk about whatever we want to talk about, and we are very grown, and we understand. If you don't necessarily like plants that heal, um, that's fine. I love your option to not deal with it, to mm-hmm. say that it stinks, to to say all those things. But we're here to talk about our love of the plant and how and why it is that way. So, mm-hmm. with that said, I would love for you to let us know in the comments on all platforms. We are streaming. We would love for you to subscribe, like, share, and give us your feedback on how are you using a plant to feel better and to love better. So, Nikki, I would And love- if you're not using a plant, I would like to know why. Because there are some people who feel that prescriptions are a better choice for them. Whereas, if that works for you, that's okay. I'm just wondering what your... What your what your fear of it is? Is it is it is it a, is it based on fear? Is it based on taboo? Is it based on you've never tried it, just don't know? There's all kinds of reasons why people don't do it, but what I do find is mainly based out of fear. Yes, indeed. And that's because I was one of those people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay, let's get into it. I didn't start smoking marijuana until I was an adult. I didn't do it as a kid. Okay. <clears throat> Never did. I had friends that did it, and I would be like, oh, y'all are going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. As a matter of fact, one of my best friends, and, 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 and she'll hear this, and she's going to crack up. One of my best friends growing up, her name was Pia, and she's okay with me saying her name. Um, me and Pia used to walk to school together. We used to walk to high school together. And she's, she's one or two years older than I was. She was one or two grades ahead of me. And Pia would, um, would always, her and I would get to the school, and then she'd go, okay, see you inside. And she'd walk around the side of the building. <laughs> and I would go inside. Well, one day I decided to walk around there and follow her. Mm. And I was like, oh, you are smoking marijuana. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I do it every day. She was a straight-A kid. Best student ever. And so I went, at, at that point, I know I, I, I remember thinking, wow. my father always said that people who smoke marijuana was dumb. 
Like, and so I remember thinking that, but I still never tried it. Mm. But I remember, but I remember that always having that thought. Wow. Like, hmm, she's not dumb. So I just started paying attention over the years. And the first time that I actually tried it was with my first husband. Oh. He was a, he was a severe pothead. <laughs> <laughs> like severely. And he, what makes someone severe? To the point where his life was altered by it. Oh. Like he would rather smoke than go to work. He would rather he would rather smoke than do anything. Smoking killed his dreams. Yes, mm. yes. Well, no, he killed his dreams mm. because there's plenty of smokers with a lot of dreams. Mm. Look at Wiz Khalifa. Mm -hmm. Look at Jay Z. Look so. at I mean, really. So no, you know, no. He killed his dreams because if it wasn't weed, it would have been alcohol. Because he also had an alcohol problem. Mm. But um, but I remember when him and I started dating, and he would come to my house, and he would have weed, and he, and if I found it, I would flush it. And one day he said to me, okay, just try it. He said, just try it just one time. If you don't like it, Nikki, I swear, I swear I'll never do it again. I was like, fine. Fine. Oh, fine. Let's do this. Let's get rid of this shit. Because this, this right here, you just... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so we sat down one evening. He rolled it up. I started smoking with him. It didn't go well, but I'm still smoking. It didn't go. It didn't go well because I got totally paranoid, totally freaked out. Wow. Just like Dagon Craig on Friday, I heard my heartbeat, thought I was gonna die, had to go to the hospital. I'm You're running. Lying. Oh my gosh! No, I know. No, I wanted to go to. He wouldn't oh let me. God. I wanted to go to the hospital. I started taking towels, putting them underneath the doors. He was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "The neighbors are gonna smell it." He goes, "We live in a house." He's like, "We wasn't even in an apartment." He's like. He's like, we're in a house. The neighbors are going to just sit down. Just calm down. <laughs> and so after, after, after a while, when I calmed down, it was a really, really nice feeling. Mm. Now, even doing that, I still wasn't an avid smoker. Mm. But I wasn't as ill against it as I was when I started out. I didn't start smoking smoking, like on a regular basis, until probably the past six years. Mm. Yeah, wow. probably the past six years. So I would occasionally smoke every now and again. It made me feel nice. It was a nice relaxing kind of a feel. If it was in a social setting, I would smoke, having a glass of wine, thing like that. But, um, but, but it wasn't until I started having stomach issues and the doctors kept trying to put me on all kinds of different prescriptions and medications for nausea and this and that and the other. And I'm like, okay, you have me on this for nausea, but now I'm constipated. So now I'm on this for constipation because I got to take this. It was just too much shit. And I said, mm, I just started looking up different types, different strains of marijuana and looking at the benefits of it. And I started smoking. And the more I smoke, the less prescriptions I take. And now the only thing I take is my allergy medicine. Yay. Yeah. Props to you. No. Do I still have stomach issues? Yes. But they're not like they were. And I'm not on all these prescriptions. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. That is the power of the plant. Mm-hmm. And the yep. power of you for saying, I'm going to try an alternative route mm -hmm. to heal myself. Yep. There's way too many benefits that I've heard from, from so many different people of varying walks of life. Because for some reason, people think that marijuana is like some kind of, you know, poor person's drug or somebody, mm -hmm. you know, you got to be in the hood. No, there are many wealthy people, many wealthy people many. who smoke marijuana Everything. from all walks of life. Who smoke marijuana and it's helping all of them. Yeah. So. Okay. So
So, wow, that is amazing. And is there any negative to the plant? I haven't found any negative. Mm -hmm. And when you look it up, do you see any? Mm-hmm. They try and make some. They try and tell you, oh, smoking weed kills your brain cells. Well, from what I've read, it kills off the brain cells that are already dead, clearing up the cells that are there to magnify and be free. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that that's accurate. I think, I think a lot of the fear was put out there to scare kids from doing it because the government couldn't figure out how to monetize on it. Mm-hmm. But now that they can... I mean, when's the last time you seen the commercial? This is your drug brain on drugs. When last, I, I haven't seen it, have no, you? No. Every Saturday, you should be out there. They're not there no more because they figured out now how to make money off of it. So now marijuana is okay. And it's crazy because that commercial became famous during the Reagan era. Mm-hmm. And Reagan was pushing hard, much harder drugs mm-hmm. than marijuana. Mm-hmm. Flooding the ghettos. Mm-hmm. Various other places with this. So right. This is your brain on drugs. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Right. Yeah, a lot of questions. <laughs> what drug is that? Because it ain't marijuana. And I'm sorry, I have yet to hear of a major crime being committed by someone who just smoked marijuana. Mm-hmm. Now, if you smoking marijuana and shooting heroin and doing meth and all kind of shit, yes. But I have yet to see and hear about that happening with just someone who is just smoking marijuana. The same can be said for a death, overdosing. Mm -hmm. You have yet to hear of someone dying of overdosing on marijuana. No, no. The more you smoke, you get hungrier and you get sleepier. But you go and wake up. (laughs) You wake up hungry, but you will wake up. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing story. I I can relate in many ways. Uh, For me, when I first started was... um, I want to say I was a, I was 38. Mm-hmm. I had just retired. I was um, almost, I, let's just say 39 yeah. when I started. Um, and I always wanted to smoke. Mm-hmm. I did smoke growing up. I started smoking and drinking very early in life, probably seven years old. Mm-hmm. I remember being on the back of the school bus with a, a bottle and a, a brown bag of Mad Dog 2020 and on the back Cisco. of the school bus. <laughs> yeah. We would mix it with Kool-Aid. What? Shake it up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, um, it was just normal. Yeah. And then we would also smoke weed. Yeah. But I never, I wasn't smoking it properly as a kid. I never really felt high. I just usually did it because people You probably just puff, puff, not right. even inhale exactly. Um, but when I retired, um... I was on a lot of medications. Mm -hmm. I was dealing with, you know, numerous invisible um, illnesses. And I just didn't, I just, I just spiraled quickly Mm -hmm. with my health. Mm -hmm. And next thing you knew, I was on 17 different medications. Mm. And they were all causing other kind of effects. Mm -hmm. And they don't know why this is happening or what medicine caused it because I'm on so many. So let's just get you off this one and put you on that mm-hmm. one. And I just remember a doctor, I went to the doctor and I was getting more medication, switched around, it wasn't working. And he said, you know, I feel that your body is probably allergic to this. You've mm-hmm. been on them a long time 
and you really need to get a prescription for something more healthier. And I was living in Las Vegas at that time, and he told me I need to go see a, a cannabis doctor. Hmm. And um, that's what I did. Yep. And I've been smoking ever since. Um, you know, I live in South Carolina now, mm -hmm. and it's been very difficult because I was able to say, my back is hurting. Right. I'm having memory issues. Mm -hmm. My I'm dealing with paralysis. Mm -hmm. And so it would be like, oh, well, then you need strain this strain. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, that strain over right. here is going to be wonderful. Right. This strain will do that. And now I'm in South Carolina, and I'm mm -hmm. like, what you got? And they like, that good, good. They don't know if it's indica. Nope, it's sativa. Nope. They might <laughs> they better tell, know what it's called. They might tell you some good, oh, this that OG. Oh, this that. Right. You don't know they what don't it have, is. All they know is that it's weed. And so it, it really <laughs> is terrible. But mm -hmm. I have had, I'm, it's, I'm fortunate in a sense that we do allow CBD mm -hmm. and you can get strains. And so I do rely on the CBD strains and sometimes the Delta 8, things like that to um, when I need targeting due mm -hmm. to my illnesses. Mm -hmm. And then I just take, you know, what I could get from my peoples and hope that it helps in some way. Right. But I, I definitely want to live in a, in a state that allows and gives people the freedom to heal mm -hmm. in the best way that they can. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you, I've, I have taken medicines that have literally saved my life almost overnight. I can feel a difference. Mm -hmm. So I welcome science. Mm -hmm. I love science. Right, right. And what modern medicine can do, and I am thankful for it. Right. But the plants, mm -hmm. and many plants like it, mm -hmm. can really change the trajectories of our life mushrooms mm -hmm. um, yep. all of this can really well even as you can grow herbs. serves your body yes and that's the part that we're missing is that if we can grow it it serves a purpose yes that's how that's how they got along all those years yes. before they started trying to figure out how to make stuff up and put it in a lab and get you addicted to it that and and there's no end in sight you know, that, that, that's, that, that's the problem. It's like, you give me a prescription to help my stomach, but now that my stomach feels better, but now my liver is not functioning properly. So now I'm on a pill mm -hmm. that's going to help my liver, mm -hmm. but now that pill has given me suicidal thoughts. So now I'm on Xanax because now I'm having suicidal thoughts, but now the Xanax is affecting my pancreas. So now, when does it end? Now here I am, Big Pharma is getting rich off me, and I'm going to be dead 20 years earlier than I would have been dead if I wasn't on prescription. Absolutely. Yep. When I could go out in the yard and grow some shit to take care of all the problems that I'm having. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my thing. And you have to wonder, is this by design? Do they not want us to be able to grow our own medicine? Of course and, they don't. You know, and if that is the truth, then why would you want us to not be able to sustain ourselves? What is the motive? The motive know? is money. The motive is back to the green where we started at. Big pharma. Yeah, it's back to the green. That's really what it boils down to. They want the green. So yeah, they're not going to do anything that's going to help us help ourselves because in helping ourselves, it doesn't help them. Mm. And you when you are money hungry, that's what happens. Mm. You forget about serving the people. You serve yourself first, and the people come last. Wow. 
And it's unfortunate, but it's true. Because there's no other reason why marijuana should not be legal. If I can grow a dandelion, why can't I grow marijuana? It's still a seed. <laughs> yes. I can see if I was trying to grow cocaine. Yep. I, I can see if I was trying was to grow meth. Singler, Harry Singler. Oh, man, I'm messing up that name. But he made it illegal, and he definitely made it like it was a black Mexican drug. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely racism mm -hmm. that motivated it. Because mm -hmm. um, poor people can grow marijuana. And that's what they don't want. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They want to put people to pay for marijuana or to not have it at all. And or then to die slowly. Exactly. Right. Or to die slowly off, off, off prescriptions. Oh, man. You know, but anybody from any walk of life can plant a seed. So I want to go back to something you said about how you felt about it. Mm -hmm. your, the way that you felt about marijuana before you started using it. Mm -hmm. um, I was similar to that. So although I used it as a kid, I was very open-minded because i knew that my father smoked mm -hmm. he waited until we all graduated high school before he started smoking again yeah and he couldn't wait you yeah. know yeah. um but everybody most people seem like my family partakes mm -hmm. especially on my father's side but anyway so um my attitude i've always had an open mind towards it mm -hmm. but not in my house mm -hmm. i don't want to smell it mm -hmm. i don't want it in my car i don't want ashes i just it smells like skunk mm -hmm. you know i didn't want no parts of it yeah and my first husband used to smoke mm -hmm. so there would be conflicts you know i hated when he had the red eyes mm -hmm. i it to me it just felt it was giving me low life energy mm -hmm. right and i realize now how wrong that was mm -hmm. of me yeah you know um, and now I probably give off low life energy when I walk around with my red eyes, not giving a damn no, you because, you know, this plant heals and it stinks mm -hmm. and it gives red eyes. And, and some people say it smells good. You mm -hmm. know, I, I think, think it smells, it smells delicious. good at this point in my life, but I know that others don't like the smell of it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think that now on the other side of it but do it you makes, think that others mm -hmm. don't like the smell of it because they associate it with being low life yes mm -hmm. kind of similar unfortunately to locks right you know that's that oh tattoos was, was a, tattoos had a right, stigma too right and it's really unfortunate and i hope that with more legalization mm -hmm. we start getting rid of that stereotype because many of the world ceos mm -hmm. many are partaking many this is how they're able to Many. make it. You can't tell me Obama didn't have some joints in that office. Thank you. <laughs> Many of them do it. They had... Bush. Was it they got bait pins or what? They got right. it. So, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, um, yeah. So, I think in conclusion, <laughs> uh, what I would like to say is... You know, I look forward to the day where a child is teething and we're told, go get that uh, CBD paste. Go get rub that it on the gums. Yes. Mm -hmm. I look it's natural. forward to a day where we run to go help our kids that may be high functioning um, with whatever on the spectrum mm -hmm. things they mm -hmm. have. And we give them medicine that heals their mm -hmm. brains and heals their bodies yes. and takes away all of those negative things. I look forward to that day. 
And I'm going to advocate for that mm-hmm. to the end of my days, mm-hmm. be, especially as a veteran. Right. You know, it's helped me so much with my PTSD oh, yeah. and my anxiety. And oh, my yeah. Sleeping. And it helps a lot of veterans. And, and a lot of them will talk about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have to do more. You know, we live in a state where it's illegal and we have, I'm constantly pushing. We have to do more mm-hmm. to get it uh, allowed because we deserve options oh, in yeah. our healthcare system. For sure we do. For sure we do. And everything, everything shouldn't have to come down to a pill when you can have a natural form that's going to help you. You know, the thing is this, is that it's only taboo when you make it taboo. If you don't go around telling your children that, oh, this drug that, that drug that, then they more than likely won't sneak off and go do it. It's only when you make it that way. Look at how many kids in, kids in Europe start drinking at 16, mm-hmm. having a glass of wine with dinner. Mm-hmm. They're not alcoholics. They're not. And they're not having rage parties so Thank they're you. away from the house. Exactly. Because they can do it at home, in the comfort of their home. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was the one thing that I did, I, I did do. I smoked with Chelsea, but not until she came home from college. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it before, you know, before then. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, basically, cause I, barely, I, I barely even smoked. But I knew that she was going to smoke when she went to college. Mm-hmm. If she hadn't before, I knew, she, I, I knew it would happen then because that's when most experiences happen. And, um, and when she came back, I smoked with her. And we smoke together now, and we, and, and, and we have ever since. And it's a beautiful thing. It it's really is. It's a beautiful is. bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of teenagers and younger, unfortunately, out here smoking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it brings them so much relief mm-hmm. from a lot of the traumas right. that are happening in this world. So we're really um, closing the door on wonderful dialogue and conversation we could be having with our teens. Besides the fact that if I was going to have a teen who was going to do something, I'd rather have my teen smoke marijuana than to have them out there drinking Mm -hmm. or popping pills. Yeah. For sure. And for sure, we would rather our teens not do any of these things. Mm -hmm. But you cannot change a teen from doing what they want to do. Right. And so if you have a teen that is doing that, I say just embrace it and give them a safe place. Not necessarily in the house. You don't have to take it that far. But give them a safe place to partake. And, and maybe give them a safe way of accessing it. Versus letting them go out into dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. And you turn a blind eye to it. But also have a conversation. Not one that is reprimanding. But one where you truly listen. And ask them well, so, so, so what is it about it? How does it make you feel? You know, try and, try and look at it from that standpoint. Instead of coming at them like, you don't, you do, don't do that. Just try, try and talk to them and find out why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be surprised at the reasons that they give you. Mm-hmm. That's such a great point. I totally agree. So this has been a wonderful conversation. And um, I want to end it here so that we could all get off the air and y'all can stop listening and go make some green or go smoke some green. Or go talk to your teen about the green. The green, okay. Mm-hmm. Or go wear some green. Girl, you look good. Anna. Okay. Go put it on. Go or go try on. some green. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? And if you know me and you want to have a conversation and talk about some green, we could do that too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you are a part of some wonderful green groups. Yes, I am. I love so my green groups. Can we shout them out before we hang up? Yes, a couple of them that I know off the top of my head is Not, Not My Monkey on mm-hmm. Facebook. That's a green group. 
uh, Ladies Growing 420. That's another green mm, group. I love it. Oh my gosh, hold on. Let me, let me shout out some more for you while I'm on here. But yeah, but the Ladies Growing 420 is an awesome, awesome group. Yeah. And that lady, that, that group consists of ladies all across America. Um, of course, the majority of them are in legal growth states. Mm-hmm. But the knowledge that you learn, like there's one, there's a girl in there who from Vegas. Mm-hmm. And she, she um, grows a strain that helps her deal with migraines. Oh, yeah. She has migraines multiple, just all the time. And, when she, and, and whatever she grows, that's what helps her with that. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Growing 420, that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not My Monkey 420, Ladies Growing 420. The Bean Drop 2.0, and Spider Farmer LED. So if you want to have some information and just learn some stuff, go on there. Yes. You know, it's a good place to start. You know, just, just ask questions. Don't be so quick to judge. Just ask questions. And, and, and then at least you can talk about it from a place of knowledge. But if you've never smoked marijuana, and you're trying to now tell someone what they should or shouldn't be doing... Think about that. How are you, what are you telling them? Where's your point of reference if you've never done it? Facts. All right. All right, y'all. And Nikki, I must say you are looking lovely, honey. Thank you. You are too, girl. That haircut is the bomb. Oh, thank you. I see that little curl in there right there. I see that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a wonderful day, morning, and evening. All the same. Yep. See ya next time.